Okay, hello, hello, hello. We are here for a solo episode today uh, with just me. I guess that's what a solo episode means. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things here, including Ski the Whites slash White Mountain Ski Co. Um, kind of some basic bow stuff because everybody wants to talk about it or doesn't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, some giveaway stuff that's happening and... Killington pulling passes via camera on the trail. Um, so we'll talk about that too. Uh, before we jump into the show, we have a couple quick things today. One, Aspen Snowmass is the sponsor of the Out of Bounds podcast. They've been a great partner for us. Uh, and I'm excited to get out there this winter as you should be as, as you should be as well. You should be as well. Uh, it's awesome. Like it's the most open terrain you could possibly ski. It is super easy in and out of the Aspen airport. I mean, it's the best experience that you're going to have on snow this year. So if you're planning a trip, if you're thinking about going for a little while, even just a couple days, head out to Aspen. And for more information, go to gosnowmass.com and get yourself set up now. We also have our friends at Deuter. Deuter makes the best bags, especially for skiing and riding on the planet. There's a ton of different options, all of them specifically designed to be better backcountry packs, better skiing packs, packs that you actually want to use that have more thought out functionality. Um, so if you are looking for a new bag, go to Deuter. Oh, God. Um, go to Deuter.com today, DeuterUSA.com today and get yourself a new pack. You like how I forgot the website as I was talking and I've typed the website out like 6,000 times. Um, and I never end up getting the website right, but it is D-E-U-T-E-R.com, Deuter.com today. And again, like I really like a bunch of these packs, but the one that I've been enjoying the most has been that free rider. So if you have questions on a pack, please don't hesitate to ask because I'm happy to help in any way that I can. Um, cool. I guess we're going to jump right into it. Oh God, my alarm's going off. We're having a, this is a chaotic thing. It's a chaotic morning. I was late with the episode and then I was not smart about the way I recorded it. So you guys are getting this late. Joe's going to not be happy with me, but this is this is what it is right now. Um, all right, so let's talk about a couple things that people maybe care about, maybe don't care about, and then we'll talk about the thing that a lot of people care about as we roll down the line. So first, I guess this weekend, Killington was pulling passes. And again, like no one from Killington has said yes, that this is true. Not that they would want to admit this, but they're treating it like the new cameras that they have on red lights and stop signs when you run them and a ticket just shows up at your door. That's what they're doing with closed terrain at Killington. You're not ducking ropes now. They are full on using the Killington, like using the app, using the cameras on the trail to pull your pass, um, which is insane to me. Now, do I know that this is 100% true? No, but I have heard from probably, at this point, a dozen different people that said it is true. So I'm curious to see 
what actually does long term if other places start to adopt this i obviously think that it is complete horseshit but i don't know i don't i don't know like are they going to keep rolling this are people going to stop buying passes because they and and is it a good thing right like from a patroller perspective is this a good thing that people can't duck ropes as easily i obviously i don't think so as a skier and i think any skier would tell you that they do not think that this is a good thing because sometimes it just happens like it is what it is sometimes that's where you go um not that i'm condoning that just in case anybody gets mad at me but i i I think that that's a i think it's a silly thing to do i think it's you're already charging people so much to go skiing you're already charging people so much for the privilege there's so much involved so then to go and pull passes like that i get it Uh, And I sound like maybe an old fart here, but let's just go back to the days where like, okay, ski patrol finds you, they yell at you and that's it. That's it. Let's keep it at that. It doesn't need to be more like, I, I don't know. And I mean, if there's any patrollers listening that like feel a different way, like, please let me know. But I feel like this is annoying, but again, what do I know? I mean, I don't know anything in case you're like actually wondering. I, I know nothing. And again, none of this is like cold, hard fact. This is just Twitter nonsense. Um, but people that I know and trust that were there um, have said this. So uh, I'm curious to see if Killington comments on it. I'm curious to see if we get any more intel on it. Um, either way, still a great resort, still a good place to be. And they might have been pulling stuff because like things have been hectic since the World Cup. But I mean, we are a week removed, so I don't really understand what the benefit of doing that now would be. Um, Next. All right. Let's talk about some BOA stuff and some four buckle stuff. Uh, So people seem to think that I actually like BOA. I I really don't. And I really don't care about it. And I, 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 like you, do not think that it's as durable as buckles. I just think that I am a little more conservative in my belief of the way that the system is going to work. I just think that I don't think that the world is ending because they put boas on boots, nor do I think the world is saved because they put boas on boots. I th- the thing that I think is misunderstood is that the boots are going to last longer than people think. They're not particularly hard to break. Um, but a buckle's not like I've replaced three buckles this week in the shop, like genuinely. Um, obviously there's not that many boas out there, so I don't have the same sample size. So I can't tell you. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but more broken buckles this week than more broken, but, but like, that's not a good standard anyway. It's like, Oh, one thing broke, one thing broke a lot. Uh, My thing is, and I think the reason people get so bent about the durability thing is like, this is progression, right? This is innovation. And we're out here being like, oh, it's going to be pretty much just as good durability wise. And it's like, well, we're paying more money for it. So like, why are we, why are we doing it if it's not more durable? And I'll tell you why. It fits better for certain people's feet. It fits better. I think there's no way around that. If you have a high instep, if you have weird bone spurs on your lower foot, um, it, it, it fits better. There's no doubt about it. It wraps your foot like a burrito as opposed to crushing it down like it's a lobster claw. Like it just doesn't, 
it doesn't fit the same. Um, it's the first time I've been able to actually like close those bottom two buckles in my life. And uh, I'm going to have a hard time going back to that. I, on some boots, I can like get them a little closed without my foot going numb, but on the Boa stuff, I can crank it and I can feel like my foot's secure um, too much so actually. Like I can crank that thing down so far that like I can make my foot go to sleep, but not the pins and needles like pain type feeling that I get on a regular boot. So again, I think there's a customer for it. I know there's a customer for it because I've sold some, I put some on people's feet and I, yeah, I, I don't think that it's a perfect product. And I also think like when they come out with a two BOA system, the rumor on the street is that there's was two BOA systems in the work for next year. And there still kind of is, but it might not be till 2025. The problem is, is that BOA, is trying to regulate the way that brands decide to run their BOA system, right? So they are not going to let brands decide, okay, this closure system works best for our boot. BOA is going to be like, here's the system, put it on your fucking boot. And that's what K2 did already. I mean, K2 on their current boot, like they didn't change anything about the boot. They just literally like slapped the bow on the thing. Like they... I'm not going to talk shit about the K2 boot. Um, it's it's fine. It's a fine boot. It's the most commercially viable. I've said this 40 times. Um, it fits um, forgivingly. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think there's a certain customer for it. I think there's also a certain customer for four buckle. If you have a low volume foot, like there's better four buckle options out there and there will continue to be for a long time. I think ski racers, I can't see a reason in the world like head leaked that. I don't know if they intentionally leaked it or if we leaked it or who leaked it, but they have that boa boot on that world cup, like that world cup boot. And like, homeboy is dragging his boa almost on the ground like so i don't think it makes sense for ski racing i think the angles are too high i i just don't see it i mean unless you positionally can put it somewhere else but i just think you're doing a lot of work to fit one segment of the sport that already likes to have boots that feel like shit so i think i just think it's a limited section of the world that's actually going to be having um any benefit from having boa on a race boot so you'll see it in more boots for sure uh i can tell you it won't be on every boot uh, in the near future there is uh no plans for debello to put one on next year so you won't see a new debello boot um there is a new solomon boot coming out for 2024 2025 with a boa um, that is a touring boot there is a new Fisher boot that is kind of a touring boot, but not really a touring boot that'll be available this spring or this midwinter, I guess. There is a lot of stuff coming sooner than you think um, from a lot of brands. I don't know. I believe Technica is making something. Um, I don't know if it's for next year. I don't think Nordica is, but we'll uh, we'll find out sooner and later, I guess. 
So that's the bow gist. I think there's also the fact that like people think that it's going to be hard to warranty. It's not going to be hard to warranty. The cable is easy to change. It's not, trust me, when people bring in a snowboard boot boa for me to change, I'm literally like, no, like I'm, unless they bought it from us, like I'm not doing it. Like there's no way it takes too long. It's too stupid. Bo will send you a free package. You can watch a YouTube video and follow along for the next six hours and you can do it yourself. That's truly how I feel about it. This stuff is way easier, and they also were nice enough to send us kits. So, like, every shop has a full repair kit with new dials and cables and bits and pieces right at, like right away. Like, we got it before I got all of my boa boots. I got that. So, worth knowing that if you're buying a boa boot, your shop is supplied and ready to take care of problems. I think it's a little weird, um, but I like that they did it. I think it's a little weird that you're like, oh, yeah, we here's this new product. Also, here's all the pieces for when they break. But I think your best option is uh, if it fits your foot, try it, run it, and you have the support from your local shop. And you have the support from BOA. So whatever. Um, shout out Big BOA. You guys owe me money. You should pay me. Pay me money. They don't owe me money. They never said they were going to pay me money, but they really should because, like, who's doing more impressions on fucking Boa than us right now? Like, for real. I don't even want to think about Boa, but we're still doing Boa. Um, giveaways. We got some giveaways coming up uh, with a bunch of different brands, including some of our partners, some people that we haven't worked with before, some people that we are working with now uh, that will be giving away some free skis for uh, skis and gear and clothing and goggles for the holiday season um starting on december what day 13th 13th because it's 12 days of giveaways so it'll go 13th through the 25th as usual you can get it on instagram it'll be really easy if you want to go and participate in that um fisher obviously forefront will actually be in it um sweet protection there's a bunch of brands. So be sure to go and check that out um, when it happens. I am curious to see what else we get locked in because we're waiting on a couple more spots as we get into that season. Um, now, I also can't believe that it's December. Like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, how did we get here? When did this happen where we're in... December. I haven't even skied yet. I'm skiing tomorrow, but I was supposed to ski today. I was supposed to ski last Thursday. It's just like, I don't feel like it's winter. Yet. I mean, up north it's winter, but where I am, it is not winter. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how it is. I just haven't skied yet. So curious to see if people have skied, if people actually have real laps out right now. Um, what day is tomorrow? What day is today? Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, that's the gist. That's the gist of things. That's where we're at. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Anyway, sorry. I'm looking at like what I have for ads here. Um, that's not your problem. Last thing we're going to talk about is the whole White Mountain Ski Co., Ski the Whites slash brand who may not be named situation. Um, so basically in 2019, there was a notice served that 
there was a like a name issue, like a trademark issue that the names of Ski the Whites and uh, Ski the East were too similar. Um, I guess it was somewhat informal. Kind of got left alone. And then it became serious during like COVID time where it was like, okay, our names are too similar and they need to be changed. And now we are at the point in 2023, finally, where uh, Andrew has been forced to change his name um, to White Mountain Ski Co., which I actually don't think is a bad name. I'd like Ski the Whites better, um, but White Mountain Ski Co. is a pretty good name. And it makes sense. It, uh, Ski the Whites, I think, to people outside of New England makes less sense. White Mountain Ski Co. makes more sense commercially. So I actually think that little silver lining is they get a name that is maybe a little more commercially viable. But it, the thing is, and the thing that I think people don't understand is like when you when you have a business, the name of the business is like your baby. You built this thing up from nowhere. Ski the East's official response to this has been kind of absurd because they just keep going, oh, we just are a couple of kids in our dorm rooms and we started this business from nothing and we got to protect ourselves. And people have been calling us and, and just telling us, oh, I thought you were Ski the Whites. It's like, no, dude, that didn't happen. Like, there's no way in hell that that happened what it happened once and you guys fucking lost it because somebody didn't recognize the oh so holy ski the east like i they don't do the same thing they're not the same business i don't understand it i don't understand how this couldn't have been worked out that's that's the biggest thing right like there would be no ski the east hate if this got worked out differently like it got worked out outside of the law like it got worked out as two skiers who built businesses up from nothing or three skiers that built businesses up from nothing. If it got worked out like that, you'd be in a very different situation versus the contrary, which is the situation where they're basically like, we're going to keep coming no matter what, right? Like <laughs> that's absurd to me for a, like people that work in the same industry to do that to somebody else. Now, again, this information isn't coming from anybody at White Mountain Ski Co. It's not from Andrew, but there's a lot. There's a lot of different sources of information, and I'll provide some of them, I guess, in the show notes, maybe. But it's uh, it's pretty absurd to see that it's happening. I hate that it's happening. I don't want people to hate Ski the East. Like, I hope those guys do well. But I also think that, like, if you fuck up, you fuck up. Like, I, I don't think that they thought anybody gave a shit about this. And now they're realizing, oh, a lot of people give a shit about this. Like, I had somebody just walk into the ski shop this weekend and be like, yeah, that's uh, that's some bullshit what they did. And I was like, all right, yeah, it is some bullshit. But where did you come from? Who are you? You're not like an internet guy. You're like 50. I mean, maybe, I guess 50-year-olds are on the internet. But it's... It's hilarious to see how much it is impacting their, they're literally being looked at like backcountry. Remember when backcountry sued Marquette backcountry back and everybody was like, yo, what is going on here? Like big bad wolf takes down small, like that is basically what it feels like. 
And I think people are not forgetting of those recent incidents with bigger brands coming after smaller brands. And uh, I think it's going to be a bad look. I think it's going to be a stain for a long time. Again, I don't wish any bad on the ski these guys. I, I just think or that whole crew, especially not the dude that's running social. Like, holy shit, I feel so bad for that guy. Because that guy is just like, <laughs> like arms up, just blocking punches coming left and right at him. I, I'm so sorry for that dude because he's got a tough go right now. And I can't. <laughs> that sucks. It really does. I I feel really bad because that dude doesn't deserve your anger, your mean comments. He doesn't. Like, he just straight up doesn't deserve it. So, I, it's just funny. It's all just kind of funny. Um, I hope that this all works itself out and everybody is just okay with each other again. Um, I think it's uh, it's a difficult task um, and a difficult thing to ask of anybody associated with the shop there to just be like, yeah, everything's all good. Um, whatever. Put us through a few years of dealing with this bullshit. Um, and again, like, I don't know. This is all my opinion. This is not Andrew's opinion. This is not anybody there. This is not their opinion. They're not saying it's their opinion. I am saying. It is my perception. So um, I hope things work out. I hope Ski the East got what they wanted. It sounds like they did. I mean, it sounds like now there's a mob that is a little unhappy during Christmas time. Um, seems like a bad business plan. But what do I know? Um, I And by all accounts, like Jeff and Rooster, really good guys. I, I don't know them. So I can't tell you firsthand. But I've heard from multiple people like, okay, yeah, they're really good people and they really just care about the sport. I think you can be a good people, be a good people, be a good person and be a little misguided in the route that you decide to take. Um, and again, maybe it wasn't misguided. Maybe they knew this is what was coming and they were happy with it. And that's fine too. The point of the matter is support your local ski shop. Support White Mountain Ski Co. They got tons of stuff on the site. You can get running gear from them. You can get coffee from them. You can get ski setups from them, obviously. Um, if you're in the greater North Conway area, please uh, support your local ski shop. They do events. They're constantly um, on the run. I've never seen people that are able to run a shop as effectively as they run a shop while also skiing as much as they do. I don't know how they have any energy. It's like they ski before work like every morning and every morning I'm like, what? I'm shot when I go into the shop. There's no way if I do a tour in the morning before I go into the shop, I feel super energized. I feel locked in. I feel great when I walk in the door for about two hours. And then from that two hours through the next eight hours until I go to bed, which is immediately when I walk through the door at my house, I am a dead body, a complete dead body. There is no part of my body that is alive. Like they're, I'm useless. So I don't know how they do it. Props to them. They're some of the most passionate skiers in the entire sport and in New England. So if you need a place to go, go to whitemountainskico.com and you can support your local shop, even if it's just buying coffee. I'm buying some right now. So... 
Um, that is it for today. We are starting to do a, a weekly news or a bi-weekly news segment. I don't know. We're figuring it out still, but that'll come out sometime around the new year. Very excited for it. Be sure to go and subscribe on the YouTube because that has been crushing it lately. Um, I don't know what happened, but we are uh, we're on the up and up on YouTube now. Obviously, well wishes to everybody involved with this mess. I hope everything works out well. And uh, I hope we get to go skiing soon. We got some new partners to announce, some new events to announce, and some new stuff happening in the very, very near future. So until next time. Peace.